G'day, I'm Scott Gibbons, and today we start a new program. It's called On the Road. It's a show you're going to love. It's all about caravans and camper trailers and motorhomes and tents and four-wheel drives and all the things that you love about our great nation. We're going to talk about what you want to talk about, and we're going to talk about things that we can see through the radio. So if you're ready, let's get the show on the way. G'day, you with Scott Gibbons. This is Hawkesbury Gold. It's 89.9 FM, the best in the West. And I've got to tell you, we're with somebody incredibly special today, and it's Joe from Annex Solutions. Now, you've heard me talk about Annex Solutions plenty of times, and the reason is, is because the quality of their work is outstanding. And when I say outstanding, it's beyond outstanding. They're an Aussie company, they're Aussie owners, and they actually do the work themselves. Now, the new product that I want to talk to you about, and there's other things that we'll talk about with Joe as well, but the new product I want to talk about is the hitch cover. Now, Sydney's just had an explosion of rain. Thank goodness, but we've just had an explosion of rain. My hitch was covered by an Annex Solutions hitch cover, and so there's no rust, nothing. So when I say the hitch, that's the gas bottles as well. So if you've got your van outside and you want to look after all of that silver work that's there, and your gas linkages and all of that, then you need to get a hitch cover. So the way you get it is to go to Annex Solutions, which is annexsolutions.com.au. But in the meantime, let's talk to Joe and we'll find out about what's happening with annexes because the, the awnings, the awnings that come with, the, with many caravans that you get, they have problems, don't they? they do. You tell us about them, Joe. They delaminate, um, they shrink. Um, they get a lot of dirt on them. You can't get the dirt off it. The condensation hits on it. Um, and it's just always trying to clean it. We'll keep it clean. So what we do here is we, somebody calls us up, we come out, we measure it, go away, back to our workshop. We manufacture it. So we've got different colours. We've got the blues, the greens, the burgundies and the greys. Uh, stripes, we do plain white as well. So we've got all different types of colours. The material that we use is designed and manufactured to the climates in, in Australia. Um, the other awnings that come out, they're imported in from America. They're different climates, different temperatures. So the, the materials that we have sourced um, are designed for these climates here. They do not delaminate as much as the other ones. They, look, if they're always out in the sun, they probably will a little bit, but not as much as the other ones. I've had, had them on our vans four, five, six years, seven years, and they have not moved. They haven't delaminated at all. Right. Now, one of the things that you mentioned then was that if people have a problem, you go out and see them because you have a, a free measuring service and, fittings, and you fit the item when they buy it, but that's within a three-hour radius of where? Of Sydney. Um, so we, we're from the Southern Highlands, so we've, we've, we've made it from Sydney. Um, the three-hour radius, which goes to Newcastle, Canberra, South Coast, um, Southern Highlands, uh, Wollongong, Ulladulla, all those areas, Bathurst, we, we, we cover the whole area. That's fabulous. So people to find you, they go to Annex Solutions, which is A-N-N-E-X-E-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S.com.au, which is just a brilliant company. But I know, I've seen your big truck, and your truck is just immense. It's got everything in there so when you go and measure somebody up you can actually measure and do what they need doing now one of the things i saw recently was where somebody from western australia was visiting new south wales and they had a calamity with their awning and you were able to get it sorted through their insurance company and make it happen because you do a lot of insurance work don't you we do this particular couple were traveling through um the southern highlands fortunately the week before they were driving along and their awning opened up um, long story short, insurance. they rang us, we rang the insurance company, we had this sorted out within three days for them. Um, new awning, gone. They were on the road again. It worked out quite well. I saw the photos. It was a disaster. It was right, it was right <laughs> over their roof. It was right on top of their roof. And you fixed it, made it happen, got them back on the road, through their insurance company, all done three days. Yep, that's right. All right. Now, talking about delaminating, one of the things that you also have is what you call the awning saver. You might describe what the awning saver does. The awning saver is a product that we... It's a, basically another cover that goes over the awning, awning itself. So it protects it from the sun, dirt, um, 
storms, hail, and so forth. Um, so what it is, it's another sail track that goes above the existing awning, and then a sleeve comes through. We put the bungee loops on the sides. Depending on what length, we put uh, more bungee loops down on, in the middle, and that secures it. So you can travel with it on, or you can take it off while before you travel, one or the other. And the whole idea being is that people have their awning, and there's about six or eight inches that's exposed to the sun all the time, and that is the part that has the delamination and has the problem, becomes very, very weak. And your awning saver is the part that saves that. So the cost of an awning is what? Oh, new awning, you're looking anything from 650 to 850, 950 for an awning vinyl. Um, so the protection of that for the $300 for the installation and the manufacture of an awning cover, it protects it for a long, long time. That's clever. Clever, clever, clever. So if you want to find out more, and if you want them to come to you to work out your annex or your awning, you just go to annexsolutions.com.au. As I say, they're Aussie, 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 and they're fabulous. Now, before we go, we better let you pick a song for us so that everybody can enjoy your style of music. What would you like to have? Oh, my style of music. Okay. Um, Maybe ACDC, Hell's Bells. ACDC Hills Bells. You listen to that. We'll be back in just a little while. That is Joe from Annex Solutions. Thanks, Joe, for your time.
Hey, it's Scott. We've got something really exciting for you now, which is a portable boat. And I'm with Colin from Portable Boats Australia. This looks to be an incredible thing. How long have these been on the Australian market? Uh, they've been in Australia for 33 years, Scott. Um, they're uh, made in the USA. Uh, they come with a 10-year warranty, and actually it's a fold-up boat. Um, if you looked at it on the uh, top of your motor vehicle, you think it's a, a surfboard. <laughs> and and uh, they're made out of Kevlar? Kevlar, correct. The same material they make bulletproof vests out of. So you can hit rocks, stakes, oyster leases, and you won't put a hole in the boat. That's terrific. Now, there's various sizes. What, what size range have we got? Uh, there are four sizes. The largest one is 4.3 metre. Next one down is 3.8 or 12.5 foot. 3.27 or 10 foot 8. And a little 9 foot boat, 2.8 metres. But probably the most popular one is the 3.8 metre. That'll take four adults legally or two adults and four children. That's fabulous. And you can put an outboard on them? Yes, you can uh, go up to a 9.8 horsepower on the four-metre boat. Uh, but most people you'll find a little five horsepower or get two adults with your fishing gear up on the plane. And if you keep it at five and under, you don't need to register the boat and you don't need a boat licence. Wow, that's a saving again, isn't it? Now, who's buying them? Well, look. The biggest market, I must confess, is people 50 years plus. A lot of the baby boomers who have retired uh, want to travel Australia. Uh, so they're pulling a caravan. And obviously you can't pull a boat trailer if you've got a caravan behind your vehicle. So what they do, they put them on top of their four-wheel drive, just a standard roof rack. And when you get home, you just two hooks on the garage wall and it's up out of the way. And what sort of weight are they, Colin? Uh, the weight, the average weight's about 35 kilos. So two people gets it up on the roof rack? Easy. Just one person can do it quite comfortably. I'm in my late 60s and I can manage a 3.8 metre boat. That's pretty, that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah, it's a... So what sort of water can we put them in? Uh, well, look, you can put these wherever you put a, uh, a rigid hole, like a tinny or a fibreglass. These are much more stable than a tinny or a fibreglass, of course, the hull actually flexes and absorbs the shock of the wave. It's the same reason an inflatable is very stable because that flexes and absorbs the shock of a wave as well. But these won't perish and they won't puncture like an inflatable, obviously. So you can leave them outside? Yes, they're actually UV buffered. They're impervious to petrochemicals and oxidants and they won't burn. And more importantly, they come with a 10-year warranty. And what's that warranty cover? Ten years is a hell of a warranty. Well, that covers the most critical part, which is the hull and the seams. Excellent. All right. Now, is there other colours, as they always ask? Ah, well, there is. Um, we do sell the camouflage green to the Australian Federal Police and Victoria Police. We don't sell those to the general public because, you know, being olive, you can't see them on the water. But to the public, we sell the pearl white. But we have our website, which is uh, uh, 3W's porterboat.com. Porterboat. So porterboat is P-O-R-T-A-B hyphen B-O-T-E dot com dot A-U. Or you can just Google portable boat. Portable boat. <laughs> that makes sense to me. So what other things? The people are asking you questions before they buy. What sort of questions are they asking you? Uh, main thing is the weight. That's what people uh, consider mostly. Uh, and as I say, the average weight's about 35 kilos. Um, how long they'll last? Well, the seams have been tested open and closed 500,000 times, which was used about every day for 1,370 years. So you're not going to wear the seams out. <laughs> Seems right. All righty. I think that's just fabulous. So if somebody wants a boat, rather than having to carry a heavy tinny, and maybe because the boat's so heavy, it's going to cost them a lot more fuel, and maybe because the boat's so heavy, they might have to do a GVM upgrade. Yes. This is nice and light. Correct. Super you easy. You don't need a trailer as well. Uh, you don't need a boat ramp. You can be travelling Australia. So, oh, that's a beautiful little river there. Well... You don't have to look for a boat ramp. You just pull onto the side of the road next to the river, set it up and launch it through the bushes. <laughs> so how quick or how long does it take to set up? 
Okay. Uh, takes about seven minutes to assemble the boat. That's from someone like myself that's done it before. But it's very, very simple. There's just a pin in either side of each seat. So there's six pins. The pins come out and the transom folds in. But in all sincerity, about, about 10 minutes maximum. Good deal. Well, I reckon you've nailed it. And the sort of water then go on is any sort of water, as you said, that, that you'd put a normal little tinny on. Correct, correct. Brilliant. Okay, so port a boat, and all you've got to do is Google? Portaboat.com. Port a folding boat, portable boat. We come up the head lead. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous, Colin. Outstanding. So nice and easy. Is there a song that you like? Is there an Aussie song a that you song? like? Yeah. I'm, I'm an old Beach Boys fan. Well, think of an Aussie Beach Boy song. Bar, 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 That's always. Well, a that, good that's one. near enough. <laughs> that's near enough. We might even do that for you. You'll be the first non Aussie song on the radio show. So okay. that's fabulous. Colin, good meeting you. G'day, it's Scott Gibbons. We're back again, and I've found a product that I reckon you're likely to want. And I don't reckon you've got one already. And if you do, you've probably told everyone about it anyway. But this is called the EcoPot. EcoPot? EcoPot. EcoPot, it is. I thought it was EcoPot. It is. It is just brilliant. And I'm going to put you on to Con Samios, and Con's going to tell us all about it. It's called the Ultimate in Thermal Cookware, the EcoPot. You tell us, Con. No problem. So what, we're hap- what that happens with an EcoPod is it basically cooks with no power. So we're, first of all, we're saving on time, money and energy. And all we're actually doing is putting the heat into your meal initially uh, by simmering your meal for about 10 minutes. You transfer your saucepan that we provide into your EcoPod, which is 360 degrees fully insulated. Um, now it's cooking in its own residual heat. So you could be travelling, you could be leaving the home with nothing plugged in at the wall. It'll take about two hours to be right. If you're not right, don't open it up. Your meal will stay nice and hot for at least an eight-hour period. And you can do two meals in one, not just one meal on its own. So two meals in one in the single EcoPot, and at the same time, after about two hours while it's cooking, it will then stay hot for another six or eight hours. That's correct. So basically, I could be doing a curry with a rice on top. I could be doing a soup with a damper on top. I can actually do a bread and butter pudding on top of, a, say, a Greek casserole, and I don't get a crossover of any garlic or any nutmeg. 
That's outstanding. Now, the important part is, and this is the feature that really took my eye, is when you're camping or you're on the road, so you're setting off in the morning with your caravan and you want to have a hot lunch or a hot dinner, there's no power required after you've done that initial heat up. No, that's correct. So the saucepans we provide you are 18-8 stainless steel. They've actually got tri-ply bases, uh, meaning now that the two saucepans can be utilised on any heat surface, whether it's induction, ceramic, gas, even a campfire, a naked flame, won't damage the saucepans. So it's all about you creating that heat initially and then having faith in the EcoPod itself. And the recipes are endless, endless. This is a male-proof cooking appliance. (laughs) If I can cook in it, and I tell everybody, when I started eating out of an EcoPod, I used to be a jockey. And if you can see me now, you know how big I am. Our product obviously works. It is a good-looking pot. Now, how do people find one? Is there a website for you? Yeah, you can go to uh, EcoPot, www.ecopot.com.au. We've been in a uh, shop at Five Dock here in Sydney for 35 years. And obviously, as we've been talking about previously before going on air, you know, TVSN is one of our largest customers in Australia. You can go to them and buy it off them as well. Fabulous. And I think you've, you've been their top-selling cooking appliance. It's, it's been the number one selling item in their kitchen department for six years straight. That's against a lot of big brands, you know, that TVSN carry. The EcoPot is still number one. There you go. So if you're going camping, caravanning, motorhoming, whatever you're doing and you want a nice hot meal, you set it up before you go. It cooks while you drive along. When you get there, it's already done. And it stays warm for another six or eight hours. So what song would you like, Con? Ah, uh, Shadow Boxer. Dun, dun. By the Angels? By the Angels. Shadow Boxer by the Angels. This is for Con. You enjoy it. We'll be back after this song. This is Scott Gibbons. It's Hawkesbury Gold, 89.9 FM. The best in the West. Con, thanks for that. We'll listen to the all song now.
Oh, that was fabulous. We had the Angels with Shadow Boxer. Now, we talked to Con Samios, but we have George Samios, and George has a whole nother product. And it's called the Voyager RV Water Filtration System. It's for caravans, motorhomes, whatever you want. But what it does, the way water has gone at the moment with the drought, there's lots of nasties that are in there. So if you're travelling around and you're refilling your water, you can attract some nasties. So what George is going to do is tell us how to eliminate those nasties using the Voyager RV water filtration. Just tell us, George. Thanks for having me. So we've been in business now 37 years, our family business. Uh, the Voyager we released at the end of last year for the caravan market. It's ideal for anyone who's travelling west inland where they're bumping into bore water with high calcium levels, sulphur, the rotten egg smell, or if they're a little bit touchy about the water they're picking up on the road as far as bacteria is concerned. So being in a drought, if you're going to farming areas, uh, pesticides and herbicides and fertilisers that are going into the soil, which is going into your bore, which you're pumping into your caravan, we're eliminating. Um, If you've got a funny smell, any funny um, textures in your water as far as parasites you're aware of a concern, that will stop Giardia, Crypto E. coli and blue-green algae to eliminate the need for you boiling your water. And no matter where you go in Australia, at least you know what you're drinking is safe with no funny smells behind it. Very good. So you were saying there's lots of nasties that come in and you ran off a whole string of nasties. Tell us some of those again. So particularly with uh, tank water, you've got to be very aware of Giardia, Crypto E. coli and blue-green algae parasites. Um, obviously, the less water flowing into these tanks, uh, w- working into our warmer climates, the tanks heat up, and that's where the parasites start to breed. Um, when you're on town water, obviously, depending on where you travel, there's chlorine everywhere. Just, to, just to, um, It's the amounts of chlorine that vary. Heavy metals, lead, zinc and copper from old copper piping throughout Australia. Um, and any airborne fertilisers, herbicides, insecticides and pesticides when you're going to all the farming rural zones. So whether you're on town tank or bore water, by snipping into the hose line coming into your caravan and plugging this little fella in, it eliminates all of those. And by plugging it in, you've, you've got brass fittings? Brass fittings are included, garden hose click on, click off, so you don't have to be a plumber. It's very easy to snip the garden hose and put the two fittings on and click her on. And when you pack down side and pack your hose up, mate, just pack the little fella up with your hose. And it is only a little fella. What is it, about 8 or 10 inches long? It's just, it's terrific. So the, the product itself, to find it, if they want to look at it on the website, what website should they go to? Yeah, go to our um, Freshly Squeezed Water website and just go freshlysqueezed.com.au or you can find us here in Sydney at 5 Docker 37 years. Right. And the thing that I found out is that there's an amazing deal if you buy the show. Indeed, the whole idea of getting here and getting the product out there is to do the customers a bit of a deal. So if you come and see us at Homebush over the weekend, instead of paying $179 at what you'll pay in the office, we'll do you that little system with a spare cartridge at last year, 18 months for 120 bucks. Well, there's a deal. There's a deal. So it's called The Voyager. It's from the Freshly Squeezed Water Company. And you've been listening to George Samios. George, thanks for your time on that. We're going to... Uh, have more walking around, but we're just looking for great products. That looks like a terrific product. Anybody who's drinking water, and I think they all are, should have one of those. Thanks, George. Good on you. G'day, it's Scott Gibbons. This is 89.9 FM. Hawkesbury Gold, the best in the West. I'm with a fella that you're just going to love listening to. His name's Ron Warden, and Ron sells Avida Motorhomes. And we're sitting in the biggest mass-produced motorhome on the Australian market, and it's called the Avida Longreach. Now, this has... You could say everything. I'm saying, I'm saying everything, but Ron's going to tell us exactly what that everything encapsulates. Ron, tell us all about the Avida Longreach. Everything. It's got everything in it. Um, you name it, it's got it. It's got three TVs. It's got TVs inside. It's got TVs outside. It's got obviously showers, toilets. It's, it's set up so you can be self-contained. It's got, a, it's got a generator so you can sort of pull up somewhere and start the generator, run the air conditioner, the ducted air conditioning, of course. Um, diesel heating, so if you pull up somewhere down and run the generator, you, you start your diesel heater up and you sort of wake up in the morning and it's not warmest house inside. Um, yeah, coffee makers. Um, now, it's all, it's total luxury, but where's it built? It's built in Sydney. It's actually built, at, uh, the factory's built in Sydney. They've been building motorhomes out there for over 50 years. Um, and if you want to come and buy one, you come to Bennett's Green. Bennett's Green's the largest showroom in Australia. 
is about 120, 130 motorhomes on the highway at Bennett's Green. And Bennett's Green's up near Newcastle. Bennett's Green is in Newcastle, yep. yep. So tell us about the extra features. You've got a massive fridge. Yeah, you've got a big two-door fridge, fridge freezer. The fridge is actually a three-way fridge, so gas, 12 volt or 240, depending on where you are. So if you're, obviously if you're plugged into power, you're on 240. If you're out there free camping, you just go on the, on the gas. And you've got slide-outs? Yeah, you've got two slide-outs. You've got a bedroom slide-out and a lounge. So the lounge we're actually sitting on, so it's, it's, it slides all the way out. So you, get, you comfortably sit six or eight people in here. It sleeps six comfortably. You get eight at, at a pinch. And what's the, the, the truck size, the, the engine... Tell us all about that. It's not an Isuzu. It's a very popular truck here in Australia. Uh, it's a 5.2 litre diesel Isuzu truck, uh, full automatic. Um, it's only downside is you have to upgrade your licence. So rather than a standard car licence, you've got to go to an MR, a medium rigid driver's licence. That's probably the only hiccup, but we do that at Newcastle too. So if you want to come in and buy one, we can organise to upgrade you to a truck licence too, Scott. That's clever. But the other important thing is that you can get from the cabin of the driving section into the motorhome section. You don't have to go outside and then come in another door. It's all, all flow through, isn't it? Yeah, you access from the front to the back. It's just a, a, a walkthrough and access sort of through from the front to the back. Um, so, yeah, if you're sort of travelling along and mum wants to sort of pop back and sort of get something out of the fridge, and legally, obviously, you've got to stop, but uh, if you don't need to pop, pop back and get a cold drink or something, you can yeah, sneak back and uh, go in and do that. But yeah, I'd advise you to stop. Now, the kitchen on the inside is luxurious, but there seems to be another one on the outside. Is that right? Yeah, it has an outside kitchen, an outside barbecue area, an outside fridge, so outside wash machine. So while you're doing the washing, you actually just look at the beer out the fridge while you're doing the washing, and it's always handy. Or while you're doing the barbecue, you can have a beer from the outside. It's got an outside TV, so you can sit there and watch the cricket or the football at the same time. That's terrific. Now, the the size of the vehicle, how easy is it to drive? Are many, who's who's buying them? Who's driving them? Uh, this is 31 foot. And the average person is mum and dad retiree. That's probably the, the main person that buys this particular motorhome. But, yeah, the younger ones do. Keep in mind, it's $300,000. So it's sort of, um, yeah, that sort of stops some of the younger ones. But I suppose if you compare it to a house, um, yeah, it's, it's actually good value. There's no lawns to mow. <laughs> but the other thing that you mentioned is that Okay, you say it's three hundred thousand dollars, but you're saying boat people come along and look at this, and they can see value for money here. Whereas to get the same sort of thing in a smaller boat, a smaller length boat, is going to cost them eight hundred thousand dollars plus. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and the other thing is your upkeep cost. Like compared to a boat, I actually own a boat too, Scott. But your, your running cost and your, up, and your upkeep cost on a boat is horrendous in regards. To motorhome is there's no anti-fouling and sort of cleaning and so forth it doesn't corrode and deteriorate as quick as a uh, as a boat does uh, motorhome basically is only registration uh, registration is the same as a car so it's just car registration so obviously if you're a pensioner you're paying free registration and so the only expense you've got is, is your insurance on top of that and insurance runs about one percent so a motorhome for 300 grand would cost you about 2,600 insure wow now then you've got they're manufactured in australia and the company that manufactures them is Australian. Yes. So this is nothing to do with America. This is all Australian. So you're looking after the Aussies. And if, if they want to go to the Avida website, what's the best website to go to? Yeah, just go to avidarvs.com. Uh, Avida used to be Winnebago. They were Winnebago for 45 years, and they changed the name. So when you're sort of thinking you're buying a, uh, a Winnebago, uh, actually, it's traditionally, it was Winnebago. It's now an Avida product now. So they've been around for a long, long time, and they've, they've built a, a certainly a good product, the best product. Yeah, and that was the Australian company that was building Winnebago just using the name, but still the Australian company. Yeah, nothing changed. Same people, same owners, uh, same factory, other MU planes. And actually, you can do a factory tour on a Friday. So if you want to see how they actually build them, you just ring the factory on a Friday. You can book in and do a factory tour to see how it's all made. I've done the factory tour. I've done the factory tour. It is so impressive. And to see the variety of vehicles that they make. And also, I've, I've been into the design section where you see them actually creating designs or updates or whatever. They're brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people. Yeah, no, it's, 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 a lot, it's a good family business. I've been with them over 35 years, and it's a, it's a good company to work with. All right, Ron. So this is the Avida Longreach, which is the big one. Now, we've got to finish off, and we've got to finish off with a song. What song would you like? Uh, my my favourite song would probably be 
What about me? What about me? <laughs> it, it isn't fair. I'm not a good singer, but Scott, so I'll leave it up Who to you. Who did that? That was Shannon Noel, wasn't it? Yeah, he done the remake, yes. Yeah. So that's the one you want, Shannon Noel, What About Me? That sounds like a good plan. Okay, you get ready to listen to Shannon Noel, What About Me? And that's courtesy of Ron from Avita. And uh, Ron has, tell, them, tell the folks the name of your dealership. Australian Motorhomes in Newcastle. It's on the highway at Bennett's Green, and it's yeah, there's, there's, there's 50 people work there, and we've done it for 35 years. So it's, a, it's a pretty good setup. Come have a look. So there you go. If you want to think what about you when you're getting a new motorhome, you go and see Ron at Bennett's Green, and he will look after you. But in the meantime, what about me, Shannon Noel? You enjoy that, and this is courtesy of Ron. There's a little boy waiting at the counter of a corner shop He's been waiting down there, waiting half the day They never ever see him from the top He gets pushed around, knocked to the ground He gets to his feet and he says What about me? It isn't fair Hey, it's Scott again. We're back, and I've been marching around the show, and I've found an angel. Now, I can't see the wings on it, but by golly, when you hear the story, you were just going to be so impressed, and I would reckon by the end of what you hear, you'll be opening up your wallet, you'll be opening up your credit card, you'll be sending in a check, because this is the lady who co-created Buyer Bail. Now, if you don't know about Buyer Bail... Tracy Alder is going to tell you all about buy bail, and then she's going to tell you about some of the other things that are happening and being developed to help our Aussie country cousins. So, Tracy, welcome to Hawkesbury Gold, and you tell us all about buy bail, how it started. Yes, buy bail is a great program. Look, we started in our kitchen actually. My husband and I were just um, one Saturday morning reading the paper, and there was a photo in the newspaper. And it was of a farmer who was about to shoot his cow. And we were quite devastated with the picture. It was very confronting. 
So on the Monday morning, we made some phone calls to key industries uh, around farming and asked the question, so what are you doing to help farmers? And basically the answer was nothing. So we found that quite distressing. And we started a program called Buy a Bale, a simple thing asking Australians to donate to Buy a Bale, helping farmers to feed their livestock. So off we went with that and eventually we decided to start the charity Rural Aid. So Rural Aid's a charity name and Buy a Bale is one of our programs. And we have come a long way and we've distributed over uh, 20 point one million dollars just to buying hay in the last financial year so wow. that's magnificent Congratulations, you and everybody who's donated. thank you australia yes. <laughs> yeah. so what happens from there you, you mentioned that it's called rural aid and then from there you're developing other things incorporating rural aid including volunteers and things that you've got happening so tell us about those yes so uh, we, I met a man who was having some trouble trying to get his bulldozer fixed, actually. And he bought me a beer. He was pretty hard up as a farmer with drought. And, uh, and I said to my husband, we have to help this man. So we started what we call Farm Rescue. And Farm Rescue is simply um, asking volunteers to come out and help just doing jobs on farm, around community, and it could be fixing bulldozers, cars, uh, uh, fences, motorbikes, painting, plumbing, electrical, it could be anything. So we have actually a very skilled um, volunteer base of people that come out and just volunteer their time for a whole week. And as part of that process, uh, we go out uh, we, we look after them so that catered for food. All they've got to do is bring their own accommodation and uh, we have a great time. So it's about forming friendships and having fun and just giving back to community and just seeing what's really happening out there in the, in the country, rural and regional areas. They just have the most magnificent time and there's so many things that come out of that um, Volunteers see what farmers are going through. Uh, they, they actually are quite confronted with that. We have councillors on board to help us through some of those processes. And it makes farmers feel good to think that there's someone out there who cares. You know, we really need to have that happening. So when you say that they just need their own accommodation, that could be a tent? It could be a tent. We've had tents, campers, caravans. We've had the whole gamut. And us, even as a founder, I go out there camping. No caravans for me. (laughs) (laughs) So the people that are going out and volunteering, what sort of numbers are you getting? Um, Well, the smallest we've had is probably about 10. Last year we had a very successful farm rescue at Forbes with over 180 volunteers. And it was the most magnificent time. We had great economic impact on the town because we don't buy from out of town. We buy in the town, put back into town. Because it's not just about the farmers when we have um, catastrophes or droughts around the country. It's about a whole town. So we go in there, help farmers and the town. So what you're saying is you're going in there without all the equipment. So you're the hardware shop, you go to the local hardware shop, you go to the local baker... You're looking after the local people in the town? Everything. So, yes, hardware, baker, uh, food, so the supermarkets. Uh, So in Forbes last year, we put in over $500,000 into the town in the time we were there. We always make sure that we have one night in the town where we go out and buy dinner and, and be a part of the town for a night. So does somebody, to be a volunteer, do they need to have a skill, as you were saying, an electrician, a plumber, a a painter, do they need to have a skill or can they be a general handy person? A uh, general handy person, they can be anything, even a masseuse. We all need a massage, a hairdresser, anything. You can do anything. So it's even the simplest things from just chatting to a farmer and, and you know, making friends and understanding who they are and what they're about too. We have engineers, electricians, plumbers, I had someone approach me this morning who is a computer engineer. <laughs> so anything. We'll take anyone. 
Okay. Now, how do people contact you? So you go to the Farm Army website or uh, Farm Rescue and there's uh, links there where people can sign up or come down to the Caravan Camping Show here in Sydney. And uh, Well, if they miss the Caravan Camping Show, they just go to the website, which is Farm Rescue. Farmrescue.com.au. Farmrescue.com.au. So now then you also have functions on during the year that people can maybe attend? Yes, we do. We have a range of functions. We've not long finished the beach to bush ride. Um, later this year, we're hoping to have a, a big concert. Uh, we have black time boots balls occasionally. Otherwise, you can just go in onto our website and actually do some sort of fundraising yourself. We're happy to promote you and support you in every way possible. Aren't you? An, I said she was an angel. I said she was an angel, and now you know that she is. This is Tracy Alder. Just an amazing, amazing lady. So rural aid, farm army, farm rescue. Now there's other things that you're doing. You go, you're trying to target 10 towns? Yes. Uh, At the moment we're calling for applications. Uh, Towns can apply to have a farm rescue, have our volunteers come. And applications close on the 30th of September. Then we go through a selection and shortlisting process and we're actually... We actually have someone coming in to assist with the selection process who um, is very experienced with community, over 35 years of community experience. And we will select the 10 towns who will receive the volunteers and rural aid in their town. So it's a holistic approach to town that will last for five years. So support for five years, that's financial and voluntary support. Wow. So if one of those towns hasn't yet heard about what you're doing, how do they, do they just go on to, which website would they go on to to find out about this? Yes, they go on to Farm Rescue and find the application for uh, 10 towns. So farmrescue.com.au? There you go. So if you're a little country town and you're struggling and you need to be rescued, there's 10 that are going to be chosen. So you might as well get your application in now. So if I can suggest to you, buy a bale is something that I've supported personally for quite some time. Uh, so if you want to get involved in buy a bale, tell us about that one. Buy a bale is simply just that, donating to, for us to uh, support farmers that need fodder, supporting their livestock. Uh, and we're starting to buy hay now and it will start to be distributed as we start to hit the hard days of drought for this year as we come into uh, summer. So that's buy a bale, B-U-Y-A-B-A-L-E dot... Dot org dot A-U. Dot org dot A-U on that one. So here we go. We're just going to double check on that. Anyway, it's either dot org dot A-U or dot com dot A-U. If you just go to buy a bale, we'll sort it out. Or go to rural aid, R-U-R-A-L-A-I-D, rural aid dot org dot A-U. And that's all about supporting rural Australia. So if you've got a chance to help, if you've got a skill... If you've got an apprentice in the family, if you've got somebody that wants to get out there and do something, paint fingernails, brush hair, whatever it be, even scatter food around for the animals, this is your opportunity to help the country cousins that we know we love them and this is the way that we get to show them that we love them. So thank you so much, Tracy. You are absolutely a star and anything that we can do at Hawkesbury Gold, we will do for you. So if we rerun this, I don't mind if we rerun this a dozen times. You're fabulous. Thanks, Tracy. Okay, now Tracy has said, what song would you like? You said you go everywhere. Is that what you were saying to me? I do. I go everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. That's the song you want. I've been everywhere by Lucky Star. You know we love it. And we know that this radio show just about goes everywhere now. It's not just Hawkesbury Gold. We're, we're travelling around the place. We've got people in England that now listen to us and people in Canada that now listen to us. So we're all over the place, and that's because we're going to listen to I've Been Everywhere with Lucky Star, courtesy of Tracy. And if you can, you look after them. Just go to ruralaid, R-U-R-A-L-A-I-D.org.au, or give them a phone call if you wish on one three hundred three two seven six two four. Get your pen out. I'm going to give that to you again. one three hundred three two seven six two four. You talk to Tracy or any of her helpers, They're all angels. And we'll be back right after Lucky Star. I've been everywhere. Thanks, Tracy. I've been everywhere. Well, I was humping my bluey 
on the dusty Udna data road when along came a semi with a high and canvas covered load. Uh, if you're going to Udna data, mate, um, with me you can ride. So I climbed in the cabin and I settled down inside. He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand. I said, listen, mate, I've traveled every road in this hill land. Cause I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my chair, man. I've been everywhere. Been to Talamore, Seymour, Lismore, Maluna, Bar, Nambour, Richdor, Kilmore, Marilla, Bar, Birdsville, Emmerville, Wallaville, Connawano, Connawano, Strathrine, Prosper, Nella, Dalla, Darwin, Ginger, Nilla, Quinn, Mackilla, Wallamilla, Bogavilla, Cumberilla, I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my chair, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, but listen here, mate, if you've been to... Amore, Tari, Drillaby, Bamboot, Wombar, Gunnadar, Caringbar, Willamaloo, Dalveen, Tambourine, Ningadine, Jindabine, Lithgow, Casino, Brigalow, Narromine, Megalong, Wyong, Tuggerwong, Wangarilla, Morel, Ocathella, Brindabella, I'm the fellow who's been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my chair, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, I know that, but if you've been to... Wollongong, Geelong, Currajong, Mullumbin, Mittagong, Molong, Drong, Drong, Gundu, Windy, Yarra, Yarra, Boondar, Wollongara, Taramara, Bogara, Gundagai, Narabai, Tubara, Golgong, Adalong, Billabong, Kepamata, Paramata, Wongarata, Kulongara, what's the matter? I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my chair, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, look, that's fine, but how about... Big Little Long, Dan Long, Woodenbong, Ballarat, Canberra, Mulpair, Yundam, Skunk, Flat, Plong, Kai, River, Murray, Kari, Kari, Guru, Wing, Terry, Gold, Stock, Mubble, Collaroy, Narrabeen, Bendigo, Darigo, Bangalore, Window, Perry, Kirribilli, Yerrin, Philly, Wallandilly, Don't be silly, I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear man. I've breathed the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my chair, man. I've been everywhere. I've been here, there, everywhere. I've been everywhere. Okay, mate, you've been every place except one, and you don't need my help to get there. Now, I tell you, I bring you the best of the best, and you're about to meet another best of the best. His name's Michael Tyrrell, and Michael's with survivor.net.au. Survival, survivor? Survival. Survival. Survival.net.au. And what Michael has is workplace first aid kits, four-wheel drive first aid kits, vehicle first aid kits, and importantly, there's something that you get for nothing from this man now. So we're just going to have a a look and and a discuss at some of the first aid kits that you have. Now, if you're going around Australia, if you're going next door, you should have a survival first aid kit. So let's find out what you get with them and and what you need. So one of the ones I was looking at, and we're coming into summer, so we're coming into snake season. Michael, what, what's the, the solution for snakes? Uh, look, the solution is you need to have something to be able to respond. You need to be able to apply pressure and you need to be able to apply a mobilisation. So what we did is we put together with Craig Adams from SSAFE, who's a close friend of ours, a snake bite first aid kit. Uh, and so the key elements are you need to be, um, get the pressure, which we've done. We've got a pictogram on it that helps you get the um, optimal tension. So what Michael's meaning there by a pictogram, he's got a wrap. See, when, you, when you're bitten by a snake, you need to make sure that the tension that's on your bandage is exact. So he has designed a bandage with, if you will, a, a design on it, and the design unwrapped is a rectangle. And when you stretch it, it stretches out to be a square. When you've got it as a square, it's the correct pressure. So this is just the most amazing thing. If you've got family and you're going touring, you've got to have one of these. So carry on, Michael. So that's the first step. And then the second part of it is we've got a splint in there because you need to immobilize and, uh, and stop the movement in the arm. So they're the two key elements. And uh, what we've done is put it with a few other things that you do need uh, in, in a snake bite scenario. There's an emergency blanket if you need it for shock. But importantly, we've put it in a portable bag that there's no excuse. There's really no excuse to, to not have this next to you, on your bag, on your hip, on your hip, um, wherever you are where there's a snake risk. So why do you need to have it with you? Like if you've, if you've gone bushwalking and you're a couple of miles away from your caravan or a couple of k away from your caravan, what's the problem in not walking back to the caravan or your motorhome and getting your own first aid kit out? Well, if you've been venomated and you're, you're k's away from where the help is or where your actual uh, first aid kit is, you're probably not going to get out alive. 
Uh, so, you know, you need to stop and drop and you need to apply first aid immediately. Uh, if you're moving, then you're promoting the flow of venom through the lymphatic system. And the whole point of, um, of how you treat a snake bite is you need to stop the flow through the lymphatic system. So two things. One, you've got to stop and drop and, and immediately put on the, the bandage. Apply compression. Or two, if you don't have it with you, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to try and walk back to your caravan or your motorhome and not make it. Or secondly, somebody else has to walk back, maybe a K, find it, and a K back, in which case that 2K walk could mean? Could mean death, but I think uh, if I was a betting man and it was me in that scenario, I would be stopping and dropping. I'd be laying there as still as possible, and I would be um, asking my friend who's with me to run as fast as they can uh, to give me the best chance to survive. And then for them to get to the caravan to find out that you've got the key in your pocket. Yeah, yeah not good, not, not good. good. So better just have the first aid kit with them. Yeah. All righty. Now, what else have you got? Look, we've got a bit of everything. So um, we know that people want to sometimes have the most comprehensive kit. So we've got our work or home first aid kit, which is essentially the same thing. Um, it's got enough for high risk, workplace low risk, for homes, for caravanning. It's our multi-purpose bit of everything. We step down to our medium size vehicle first aid kit. It's a kilo. Um, it's great for the glove box. It's great also if you want to put it in a backpack for traveling. It just really depends upon how much space you have and, and volume you're willing to take. And then we drop down to one more kit, which is our, it's called our handy first aid kit. It's 500 grams. Um, it's great for one or two people. It's really portable. Uh, it's one I take when I travel around the world. Um, I customize it. If I need something a little bit more, I'll take something a little bit bigger. But if I was going caravanning, like we're here for the caravan and camping show, I'd be taking the largest one possible, knowing that I'm going to potentially come across a major, a major emergency at some stage. All right, so people find out more by going to survival.net.au, but we did mention that there's a freebie for them, yep. and that would be your app. That's correct. Now, would you tell us all about the app? Yeah, so Dad found me covered in blood back in the 80s and didn't really know what to do. Um, and based on that, that's why we started the business. Um, there was another reason where we had a family tragedy as well, but the two events uh, prompted them to make first aid uh, a first aid book to make sure that everyone had first aid at their fingertips. Now... But uh, we, we moved into the digital age and we converted that onto an app so that there's no reason for uh, anyone to not have it at their fingertips on their phone. So iFirstAid is the app. It's free. We've made it free to the world. That's our gift and our, our repaying uh, the community and the society. Uh, and it's what Dad and my Uncle Jerry are really passionate about, saving lives. Um, and the only re- way you can save a life is you know what to do in an emergency. So that's I, F-I-R-S-T-A-I-D? I first aid, all one word. That's the app, just and it's on Apple as well as Apple and Android. It's on both Apple and Android. So there you go. Now that I've seen the app, I'm going to plug it straight into my phone. It's going to be sensational. In fact, Phil C is with me now. He's already plugged it into his phone. Uh, Jason's already plugged it into his. So we're ready, set, go on that. So if you're going travelling, you do need a first aid kit. If you're going to get a first aid kit, then you go to survival.net.au. And I reckon. You deserve a song. So what song would you like? Well, I guess you choose. I think I uh, was going with Johnny Farnham, I think. Is that what I came up with? John Farnham, what? Which one? You Paradise, whatever? Yeah, I'm going to go with Paradise. With Paradise. So if you use one of these, you might not end up in Paradise. If you don't use one, you might end up in Paradise. So John Farnham and Paradise. And we'll be back with you in just a little while. You enjoy that, and that's courtesy of Michael Tyrrell of survival.net.au. Just a touch and touch of paradise 
Thanks so much for listening into On the Road. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have, then listen in again next Sunday between one and two, and tell your friends to listen in. And the sponsors, you look after our sponsors because those sponsors are the ones that bring you the show. I'm Scott Gibbons. I'll see you next week between one and two. Eighty-nine point nine Hawkesbury Gold, the best in the West. Between one and two every Sunday. We'll see you next week on the road. Mm-hmm.